the college basketball experience, Oklahoma Sooners, 2022, 23 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. Yes, they're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. We're also brought to you by the MLB Gambling Podcast. They're giving away an MLB jersey as part of their wild card playoff contest exclusively in the SGPN app. So grab that thing today and let it ride, people. This is Brock Purdy from Iowa State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience. Oklahoma Sooners 2022-23 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swingin' Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Ho, 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 ho. Boomer sooner. Look, I mean, right now, who knows? The Venable hires might work out in football. Subscribe to the college football experience because we talk everything college football related over there. But this is the college basketball experience. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Remember, we're on YouTube together, youtube.com slash the college experience. So check us out. And, uh, you know, it seems like kind of an off year in the football field. However, on the basketball court, on the hardwood, I think you could be very excited if you're an Oklahoma Sooner fan. And uh, a lot of that has to do with Porter Moser uh, entering year two. But before we get to that, I want to bring on. If you've been listening to us, you know, this guy, host of the NBA gambling podcast, also former video coordinator for the West Virginia Mountaineers and Bob Huggins. Give it up for my guy, Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good. Colby. We are 30 days away from opening night in college basketball. So can't can't can't, yeah, I mean, you got MLB playoffs going, you got NFL going college football, college basketball's here. I yeah. mean, this is the best, best time of the year, best time of the year for sure. And it's uh, you know, I'm just making sure I can get all these previews in before November 7th, going to have to do some power days. Uh, but I mean, this is an interesting team. I know you worked in the big 12, uh, you know, past couple of years and uh, well, you know, you have Porter Moser, who is a, a, a coach that is well proven. I, I know people were saying, Hey, this guy's going to go to Duke maybe afterwards. You know, uh, and then he ends up at Oklahoma. Uh, perhaps a bit surprising because you know, I guess Sooner fans probably didn't see the end of Lon Kruger. But 
are coming so fast. Uh, but I think a lot of those old school coaches, when they thought about the current, you know, landscape of college athletics, the fact that the portal's crazy, you're going to be recruiting every day. Now Three sixty-five, It seems like you got to do a, a call every day to your team. Hey, are you guys, how you guys feeling? Um, you know, you saw Kruger leave. You saw coach K Roy Williams, Jay, Wright. I mean, you go on and on and on Bob McKillop at Davidson, but Porter Moser is a guy that I think they, they, they hit a home run. I know people could say, I don't know about the Lincoln Riley to Venables thing. And, and that I still think will probably work itself out to be okay. But with link with Porter Moser, I do believe they hit a home run here and I get it. You look, you look at last year and say, okay, you know, winning season 19 and 16, but it didn't make the NCAA tournament. So concern there, but what do you make of the Moser hire? And what do you make of the future of this Sooners program? As they remember, this is their last year in the big 12, uh, possibly, possibly for this year. I mean, maybe one more, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't really know at the moment, but potentially two. So this and next year uh, for college hoops in the big 12, as they depart for the sec. But what do you make of everything? I thought it was a great hire at the time. And I still do. I know they went through their lumps a little bit in February, but I mean, that was life in the big 12 last year and his team got better and better as the season went along. They won four in a row down the stretch before going to the NIT. Another team that I think they didn't make the NCAA tournament, but if they had made it, I think they could have won a game or two. And I thought he did a good job filling in big shoes with uh, long Kruger retiring. And you look back at Lon's tenure in Norman, he went 15 and 16 in year one. And then after that, they make a jump the next year to 20 wins and run all four straight uh, or eight out of nine NCAA tournaments. So I'm expecting the same thing from Porter Mosier here. So I think the future is bright in Norman. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I always wonder, and I get it. Oklahoma is a big time job. Right, it, I mean football and basketball. People think, oh, it's a football school. It, I mean, it is, but they've had a lot of success on the hardwood too. Um, and you know, I wonder if he had known Loyola was going to the A10, would he had stayed at at Loyola, or would he jumped and followed the money to to Norman? Who knows? But obviously, you know, I think Oklahoma's got a more proven track record of late uh, past thirty years or so, to and and obviously more money. But Loyola uh, to the A10, something to keep in mind with this college basketball season. But you look at uh, you look at uh, the Sooners from a year ago; they were 19 and 16, seven and 11 in the Big 12, 51 percent ATS. So if you were betting on them, if you're a Sooner fan that was betting on them, you came out okay, folks. Um, barely. Uh, <laughs> they were uh, adjusted offense; they were 40th in the nation. Adjusted defense; they were 38th in the nation. Three point shooting, they were 104th in the nation. Offensive rebounding, 263rd. I think that's something I would imagine he's going to highlight this offseason. Uh, 94th in defensive rebounding, 78th in free throw shooting, 287th in pace. But once again, pace can be a stat that I, I don't really buy into as far as like, oh, well, only winning teams have better paces. Nah, not going to buy into all that stuff. But uh, 344th. In the nation at turning the rock over or protecting the ball, essentially. So um, that's not good. But I'll say this I, when I rattle these numbers, you know, when I was going through the ACC, you can kind of tell by the numbers if the team's good or not. Right. And then you, you, 
you would go through and you would say, Oh, well, this team didn't make the NCAA tournament. I know why there's clear there's areas of weakness all throughout this team, this one. And this maybe just life in the big 12. I go through and I go, huh? Pretty fucking good. Huh? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Offensive rebounding has got to get better and they got to take better care of the basketball. But besides that, I'm pretty impressed by these numbers. Uh, what do you, what do you make? What do you make of all that from a season ago? Obviously I think they're going to get better uh, despite that they are losing a shit ton of people, believe it or not. I mean, it's college basketball. I know you would think year two, you're going to be able to, to have more continuity. I don't know that that's necessarily the case, but what do you make of it? So I'm looking back through their schedule. They kind of were a little bit like us at West Virginia, where they lost a lot of close games in the big 12 compared to an Iowa state that won a bunch of close games and TCU and in result, they were the two that made the tournament instead of Oklahoma and West Virginia. So I think they just lost a bunch of close games and, but they were definitely good enough to make the tournament, but just couldn't get over the hump and kind of dug themselves too big a hole going four and 11 to start league play before really getting hot down the stretch with three in a row. And then they upset Baylor in Kansas city in the opening quarterfinal round before losing to Texas tech by one. Tough. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, Well, uh, we're going to talk about what's leaving uh, or what's left uh, as far as players that have departed out of, uh, out of Norman and also what's, you know, incoming what's, you know, what, what's to get excited about this season here roster wise. But before I do, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience, Oklahoma Sooners, 2022, 23 season preview episodes brought to you by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet, get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch basketball and football, you need Fubo TV because Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football and basketball. They even got the NFL red zone uh, plus games in 4k at no extra charge. There's over 100 channels of live sports entertainment. So, and all that's for a, fr- a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch it on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite show. Cause they give you included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract. There's no commitment. You can cancel at any time right now. You can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to Fubo TV.com slash SG slash uh, SGP. Once again, that's F U B O TV.com slash S G P. All right. We are back talking. Talking sooner basketball here, uh, and uh, it's going to be interesting. I was a bit shocked when Amaj Gibson transferred to DePaul. That's a big loss. Thirteen points mm-hmm. per game, shot thirty nine percent from three. I was a bit perplexed by that one because I know he had just—I don't know—I just thought like for sure he was going to be back next year and better. Uh, Jordan Goldwire, the Duke transfer, he is gone. Graduated ten points, four assists a year ago, and then I was a bit surprised with this one. Elijah Harkless uh, follows. Uh, the Kruger family uh, to Kevin Kruger at UNLV transfers out 10 points, four boards a season ago, bit surprised by the Hark, the Harkless and, and Gibson losses. Um, also Marvin Johnson, a uh, guard graduated as well as uh, uh, the six, nine forward e- Ethan uh, Char- Chargoss. I think his name is, I don't <laughs> fucking know how to pronounce his name, but um, uh bit surprised on Harkless and Gibson. How about yourself? Yeah, those two they'll miss, especially Gibson, because Gibson was a guy at the top of everybody's scouting report, shooting 40% from three. If he got 
any kind of open look, he would, he would, it was going in. I mean, he, he went multiple games in big 12 play where he can make six or seven in a game. And for a team that struggled to score last year at times, he really carried them offensively. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I mean, I just, I was a bit surprised. Sometimes you just see, I thought things were starting to work out with him with Porter Moser. I guess that was not mm-hmm. the case for him. Um, but I mean, uh, you know, I would, I, so knowing that those two left my original first thought process, you know, this off season, when I was seeing, you know, okay, they lost those two. They're probably going to take a step back. Um, I, I know they brought in uh, uh, B- uh, Silly. Uh, the the former Virginia Joe uh, Bamasilli, the former Virginia Tech and uh, George Washington Colonial, he averaged sixteen points five five boards in the A ten. So they go out and got him in the portal. They also brought in Sam Godwin from Wofford, uh, and I thought, okay, but this team got worse. But then late in the in the portal cycle, from my recollection, they then landed Grant Sherfield, the the point guard uh, from Nevada. That guy's awesome. All right. Like I, I, if anything, I was perplexed how Steve Alford was keeping him in Reno. Cause I think he's a really good basketball player that saved everything to me. I actually thought he was in for a tough year too, knowing Gibson and, and Harkless transferred and, 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 and only bringing in uh, Bama silly and, uh, and Godwin. So I was like, huh? Uh, but now you bring in Sherfield. I think this team is pretty loaded there from the portal. How do you, th- would you say they won? The- I think they won the portal with Sherfield. How about you? Yeah. And I think uh Bama still is a good compliment to him because he can make shots and Sherfield is uh or Sherfield is a uh, combo guard in terms of he can score, but he also has averaged six assists uh, both of the last two seasons. So it's not even a one hit wonder with Sherfield. He's uh Mr. Consistency at Nevada and he started his career at Wichita. So he's familiar with playing high major basketball as well. Yeah, and they also have uh, two top 100 recruits coming in. Uh, you got a lot of reason to be excited if you're a Sooner fan. I don't know how fast we'll see these guys on the court. Six uh, six guard Otega Owe uh, from Somerset, New Jersey, number 66 recruit in the nation. He's coming in. Also guard Milas Uzan, uh, number 70 uh, recruit in the nation out of Las Vegas. Not going to UNLV. Brutal. Um, and then they also bring in six nine forward Luke Northweather out of Jefferson City, Missouri. Uh, that's the incoming players to this uh, Sooners team, and yeah, I think the Sherfield one is huge. We're gonna we're gonna project the starting five. Uh, what we would think, you know, the starting five will look like if we had to guess. Obviously, we don't know for sure on this stuff, but uh, before I do that, I got to get us paid one more time. I want to tell you that the Sooners, the Oklahoma Sooners season preview episode, is brought to you by the Elias Game Plan app. Do you ever wish that before every NFL game you could uh, get up to date and accurate information before placing your bets and locking in your fantasy lineup? Well, now you can with the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. And whether you're a part of a fantasy tournament, placing bets, or just a huge sports fan or stats nerd, uh, Elias Gambland has everything you need. If you're wondering, Kobe, what is this Elias nonsense? Oh, it's only the most trusted name in sports. Yes, the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports League since 1913. Yeah, and this app, let me tell you, they'll help you build your fantasy lineup. They'll tell you what games you should be betting on. You could, you can even chat with an expert. 
Um, so take this NFL season to the next level and download download the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from three game plans when you subscribe weekly, monthly, or annual. But I highly recommend monthly because I can get you twenty five percent off your first month when you choose it. Just use our promo code SGPN twenty five. Find the Elias Game uh, Game Plan app in the App Store, or Google Play Store, and use that promo code uh, SGPN twenty five. We're also brought to you by No House Advantage. Yes, No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform uh, that's out there today. Trust me, people. Play you can play and pick up contests versus other people for a shot at winning two hundred fifty k in cash. Yes, download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb up that leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. So what are you doing, Bozos? And it's not just NFL. It's NBA. It's MLB. It's PGA. It's MMA. It's NASCAR. Make sure you check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined. All right, sign up now with the promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to twenty five dollars. All right, uh, talking sooner hoops. I'm here with Ryan McIntyre. Make sure you check him out on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Also, give him a follow at Moneyline underscore Mac. Uh, let's. I mean, Sherfield's definitely started. I think Bama Silly or Bama Sill, however the fuck you pronounce his name. I don't know if the East silent. I've heard, I, I pulled a YouTube up on like five different clips and I feel like each announcer was saying it differently. So <laughs> I, I feel great that they don't know. Um, and uh, so those two projected starters, that makes a ton of sense. They also have the Grove brothers back and we might, if you're a huge college basketball fan like us, uh, where we've been doing this for years, the Grove brothers were nasty back when they were Eastern Washington Eagles just a couple of years ago when they gave was that who do they give a scare? Kansas, yeah, Kansas, yeah, yeah. Whew, man, Jacob and Tanner Groves are back. They're projected from from what we think they'll be projected to be the four and five on that team, uh, and they also return their three Jalen Hill nine point six boards. Uh, how much how much you, how much burn do you think these freshmen will get? Top the top one hundred recruits. I think Owe will get a lot. I think he honestly could push maybe for a starting spot if they want to go smaller because they say Owe's the most college ready of the two. So I, I would assume Uzan is going to get a little bit of time. But with Sherfield and, and Bama Silly, I mean that's a that's some good guard depth and good good experience as well to have uh, two young guys behind them. So I think they'll play a good bit, but not they're not going to rely on them like they will on their veterans. Yeah, I mean it's a good starting five that I have we have on paper here. And it makes mm-hmm. me think, you know, starting five wise, I feel like they can play with uh with a lot of the Big Twelve. It matters about depth. It also I, I am a bit concerned about the other groves. Tanner's a beast. Jacob at at the four spot in Big Twelve play, I feel like might be a little bit of a liability, but he's still a solid player. Yeah, they may need to bring him off the bench and kind of bring some scoring off the bench. Cause he, he shoots the ball better of the two. And then you could always slide Jalen Hill to the four because he rebounds it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they do with their starting five there. Um, let's take a look at the schedule here and try to forecast what the, uh, what the Sooners will do in year two of the Porter Moser era. I can't wait to watch them this ge- this year. I really, I really can't. And, uh, out the gate, watch out, watch out. Sam Houston state is not a horrible basketball team. That is on uh, November 7th. 
Um, and Sam Houston State, not they're not a bad FCS college football team too. They're actually jumping up to the FBS next year. But uh I feel like Sam Houston State was giving Abilene Christian and Stephen F. Austin fits over the past couple of years. Uh keep an eye out on that one. I mean, that's pretty uh Chippy game, I think, to start your season season with. So, uh, you go and you go in Sooners there. Yeah, I'll go Sooners, even though they are a tricky Southland opponent. So that's a good opener for them. Yeah, I'm I'm quickly trying to uh, to pull up if my uh, if my computer would work fast enough what their record was last year. But I remember watching them being uh, the past. I'd say two or three years. I've been impressed by Sam Houston State. So uh, they need to tread lightly with that one. Uh, our, after that's Arkansas Pine Bluff. That should be an easy one. Uh, then these are all in Norman. Uh, then on uh, November fifteenth, maybe maybe you watch out because UNC Wilmington. They were the one seed in the CAA, if memory serves me correct, a season ago. They got upset by the Delaware Blue Hens in a great game. Um, you taking you taking the Sooners? They're not going to get tested here. What do you think? Yeah, I think it kind of like the Sam Houston game. I think it'll be a test, but I think they'll get it done. Norman, even though they don't draw well, they always play well at home for some reason. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh I think though, I mean, that is that is one to watch. Yeah, last year, by the way, uh uh Sam Houston State was a pretty solid team, I believe. Uh nineteen and fourteen. Look, uh, actually they haven't had a losing season under Jason Hooten uh in in wow since 2011. So keep an eye out on uh, Sam Houston state and also NC UNC Wilmington. I know they got rid of the U and they're just calling themselves NC Wilmington. Now I don't really understand that either way. Uh, I'll take them as three and O two, but I could see them two and one if they take and then the, even their next opponent, they challenge themselves on the mid major ranks. South Alabama is not bad. South Alabama no. comes to town on November 18th. So on November 7th, they get Sam Houston state. Then they get Pine Bluff on the 11th. Then they get Wilmington on the 15th. And then they get South Alabama. This is at Lloyd Noble Center in Norman. In my opinion, three out of these four teams uh, are, are decent mid majors that are very capable of beating you if you do not have your shit together. Well, especially when you have your uh, preseason tournament on deck. So you don't want to be looking ahead to uh, where they go in this year. They're going to Orlando for the. ESPN events invitational. So that's the trickiest game. I think of all the four against South Alabama, because they, uh, uh Richie Riley always, uh, tracks high major transfers for their fifth years. Yeah. I mean, watch out, watch out because I'm impressed. I'll put it like that. You, we do a lot of these previews, go check out all the other ones we do for the big 12 and the ACC. And as we continue to roll through them. And as far as like from a mid major scheduling point, I would say this is the best one I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you got them undefeated. You think they get through all of them? Yeah, I think they get through all of them, but I don't think, I think they win by like five to 15 points in each of these games other than uh, Arkansas pine bluff. They'll blow them out. Yeah. Pine bluff's not very good. I no think offense, pine bluff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they, they win more. We won't do that. But uh, looking at South Alabama, by the way, folks, just to inform you, South Alabama has not had a losing season uh, in this in Richie Riley's era there. So in, in five years, uh, they have not had a losing season. Buckle up, watch out! I'm telling you, they can play. 
I'm going to say they're undefeated too, but I, I will say I would not be shocked if they were three and one. It, yeah. It feels like that South Alabama games, like a one possession game going into the final media timeout and they, and they squeak it out, make their free throws down the stretch. Yeah. Yeah. So then they head to the ESPN events invitational, by the way, ESPN, please reach out one uh, 800 pick Dundee. You can call me. I will come up with a more creative name than that fucking <laughs> invitational. All right. Uh, they take on old, old, this is a rivalry game. All right. Yep. Uh, Nebraska, old big eight, old big 12 foe. Fred Hoiberg, the mayor, yep. he's coaching over there. This is in Orlando. And I, although I do think this is going to be Hoiberg's best team he's ever had, I do think they're going to lose this game. I got Oklahoma winning this in Orlando. You? Yep, I got Oklahoma moving on to the semis. Uh, now they take on the winner of Memphis Seton Hall. Uh, Memphis just got uh, a pass with those NCA, uh, you know, uh, violations. Penny Hardaway, <laughs> yeah, NCAA is so powerless because it was pretty obvious. I thought. Which uh, set of violations were these again? Uh, what James Weissman, <laughs> mo- you know, Penny Hardaway paid for. Uh, yeah, but I get your sarcasm too. Uh, and uh, anyway, so Memphis, they could they can play in the postseason, and then you have Seton Hall with uh, Shaheen Holloway's first season there. Eileen uh, Memphis to win that game, and then they would play Memphis, in my opinion. But we've seen Memphis also start slow. So, and, mm-hmm. and you saw what Holloway can do as a dog. So, regardless, this should be a good one. But I'll tell you this if it is Memphis, they could lose that one. I mean, mm-hmm. I, they could lose to Seton Hall, too. But I, I would I would tend to, th- I like their chances better against Seton Hall than Memphis. How about yourself? Yeah, and you touched on it with Memphis. Memphis is usually better late than early because they have so many new faces with freshmen. But I think this is where Oklahoma has their first loss, whether it's to Memphis or Seton Hall. I think they'll go two and one down there in Orlando. So they'll win the third place consolation game if they lose at semis. If they get by that, I think they lose in the in the finals to I think Florida State's on the other side. They're the best team on the other side. All right. So through November. We got what? We got uh, four games before the tournament. Then they're three in the tournament. The seven games in the, in the month of November for the Sooners. Six and one is what we're thinking. Yep. What's what's uh, best case scenario? I think a seven and zero oh, because I think they're capable of doing that. What would be a terrible start? Three I and think four? four and four and three. If yeah. uh, you drop one of those first four and then you go one and two down there in Orlando. I agree. I agree. Uh, so then in December, uh, you know, big East, big 12 battle, you might be thankful that Jay Wright is retired. Uh, but I think Kyle Neptune will be perfect at, uh, I think that's a perfect replacement. I was impressed with what he did at Fordham last year, despite that, you know, they weren't a great team, but they were vastly improved in one year. And uh, this one's going to be on CBS Villanova. This is in Philadelphia. Any chance? Any chance the Sooners knock them off and on their uh, home court? I'm taking Nova. I, it's hard for me to ever pick against Villanova and Philly. They, even uh, though Jay Wright's not there, it's still going to be Villanova basketball brand. And like you said, Neptune did a good job with Fordham last year. He got a little bit of head coaching experience, came back, kept the staff intact. So I think Villanova doesn't miss a beat. I'm with you. Uh, gun to my head. Give me Nova there. 
Uh, so that would then put them at uh, seven and t- oh, no, I'm sorry, six and two for our, our standards there. Then the kangaroos of UMKC come into town. Uh, that should be a win. And then uh, we got a big one in Tulsa, Oklahoma as the Arkansas uh, Razorbacks come in to Tulsa. Interesting that they're playing this one in Tulsa. I would have loved to see this. You know, I guess this is a future. We're going to see this home and home. What? Two years from now, maybe a year from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is interesting. You got Musselman against Porter. I feel like we saw this in the Sweet 16 and their magical run because I remember this. Yes, Nevada went to the Sweet 16 and lost to Loyola Chicago, I believe, if memory mm-hmm. serves me correct. So, uh, this one will be a nice little revenge spot for the Razorbacks. I'm on Arkansas. What are you doing here? It's definitely a revenge spot because Oklahoma beat them in Tulsa last year, 88, 66, the game where um, Musselman got tossed. Musselman oh, that's got right. Thrown at, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Out of the game. And oh, yeah. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go with the Razorbacks in a revenge game as well. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting though. Cause you got to figure this is going to be all Oklahoma fans, right? Tulsa ain't that shit. I've been to Tulsa. Tulsa is only like two hours. I feel like from Norman. Man. Yeah, except the Razorback fans are crazy and they travel. They and are great. They love the they, they love are the Suey, they are chant. They are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, love, I love the Razorbacks. Yeah, you gotta love that fan base. You gotta love it. You know all these all these passionate fan base. That's what makes college basketball so great. Uh, so then that would put us at uh, that would put us at their third loss. They would be just sitting there at seven and three, and then they're home to Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas would be, that would be an easy win. <laughs> so eight and three uh, that's right before Christmas. Uh, well, actually they have the Jumpman invitational in Charlotte, North Carolina, where they take on Todd golden and the Florida Gators. shout out to Oklahoma in this schedule. This is a great schedule. Yes. This is a great schedule. Um, I, I, I actually think Sooners get this one. I think they're a little ahead of schedule on, on Florida. Golden's going to be a, a, an interesting hire. Uh, you know, they're, I feel like analytics based coaching that, that they were doing uh, with the Dons of San Francisco. Um, I know he had some ties back to Auburn uh, four five, six, seven years ago, something like that. But I might think it, and they did bring in some nice transfers, but yeah, gun to my head. Give me the Sooners. You with the way we forecasted this schedule and them already having two December losses, I think this is a must win and I think they'll, they'll get it done. They'll beat Florida. So I have them entering Christmas with three losses. Yeah. Yeah. Me t- I mean, we're agreeing too much. I'm going to, yeah, they get this one. I say three losses then right before new year's opening up big 12 play. What's not to like about this matchup, the red river shootout on the hardwood in uh, Norman, Oklahoma, Texas comes to town beard against Porter. These coaches, they remind me of one another because of their yeah. youth, because of their emphasis on defense. Uh, this game is fantastic. And I'll be honest, we've been talking about all these matchups. What a great, uh, you know, uh, new year's Eve that we have. I mean, this one, I think might be the best one yet. It's For, perfect that we're talking Oklahoma, Texas on the eve of Oklahoma, Texas football tomorrow yes, at 11 yes. a.m. <laughs> Central. So uh, Red River shootout on the hard floor. I'm going to go Oklahoma here because it's at home to get it done. So this is this is an Oklahoma podcast currently. So Boomer Sooner on New Year's Eve over the wise play, wise <laughs> play. Look, uh, this is where 
they can shit on me. All right. I got Texas winning this. I think Texas is still more talented right now than Oklahoma. I, you know me, if you listen to this show, I hate the Texas longhorns. I, I don't say I'm just calling this one like a spade, you know, that makes two uh, of us. <laughs> I am taking, I am taking Texas to win this close one though. Close one though. Sooners might even cover. Um, all right. So that would put us at if I have them losing, that would put them at uh, what four losses before uh, I would have them losing to Arkansas, Texas, Villanova, and and uh, say Memphis. That would be uh, a pretty. I feel like Sooner fans wouldn't be all the way on board yet with Moser. They're saying, "Oh, you know, we should have done better. We should have won some of these games." Um, I still think that's that's a tough schedule. So I mm-hmm. I I can't say that that would be disappointing. If they lose those four games, I really don't believe that. So um, you have them at three losses. Let's hop into uh, the conference play in January. But before we do, want to tell you folks out there that the college basketball experience is brought to you by Trade Coffee. Got one right here, loading up with some trade. Uh, and let me tell you about Trade Coffee. It is a coffee subscription service unlike anything you've ever tried before because they partner with top, the top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the, the best coffees in the country directly to your home on your preferred schedule. They have a team of, uh, Trade has a team of coffee experts that are probably better than Arkansas Pine Bluff. Um, they taste test hundreds of coffees from across the, the U S every month. And they curate over 450 exceptional coffees that make the cut that they're in their warehouse. And then they have a human powered algorithm that will find the right one for you. Uh, there is, you know, no one great coffee for you. All right. But uh, I'm sorry. I, I fucked that read up, but uh, there is a great coffee for you is what I'm trying to say. There is no one great coffee, but there is a great coffee for you. Jeez. I need more of this coffee. Apparently the, co- the, the coffee I get from trade is so good that I can't even, I can't believe how much I, uh, you know, I, I like what they picked for me. Honestly, that's why I got it right here. All right. It gives me so much of it that I can't even read these fucking ads. It's just boom. It's like a shot of cocaine right to your veins. Right? Um, so folks, what are you doing? If you, uh, if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try trade coffee right now. Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order. Plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash SGP. Once again, that's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off your subscription to the best coffee in the country. We're also brought to you by odds trader. Odds trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that you get yourself the best deal possible. It also has a bet tracker. So betters can keep records of all your games and betting activities. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All righty. We are back talking sooner hoops. Can't wait. Honestly, I'm a huge Porter Moser fan, huge, huge fan. Excited to see what he can do this season. As we talk now, the conference play starting in January. So we, we basically evaluated all of the 2022 part of the schedule. I have them with one more loss than, than Ryan McIntyre here, but you know, we'll see. Uh, I'm not going to go through the game by game through the whole fucking schedule. All right. Because injuries can happen. You know, I, and then you're going to hold me to this when something, uh, something changes, you know, but I will say this, what I'm curious, what part of the schedule do you think is the biggest three game challenge that's and by the way, they play Alabama in the, in the sec big 12 challenge. That game is occurring on uh, January 28th uh, in Norman. 
Who are you taking in that one? I should we should highlight that one. That's one more out of conference game I forgot to key in on. They played two years ago, and uh, Oklahoma got them. So I'll go Oklahoma again to get them at get them at home. I'm with you. We're seeing eye to eye yeah. here. Seeing eye to eye there. Um, if it was in Tuscaloosa, I probably would have went Bama, but uh, yep. in Norman, give me give me give me uh, give me the Sooners to get it done. So three game stretch, um, in conference play that makes you say, oh, I mean, out the gate. I do see one. I'm very curious if you were seeing that same one that I'm, I'm seeing that's just like, Oh man, but this schedule, the whole schedule is brutal. I mean, you can, you can look at the, the stretch later in the year where they get, you know, uh, I feel like a pretty darn good three teams in a row. Uh, What stretch do you, do you look at and just cringe? Like every sooner fan will cringe at seeing this three game stretch. So the back-to-back road spots in February in Morgantown and Waco is hard, but you can't. It, the obvious one is January seventh, where you got to go to Lubbock, and then right after that on Saturday you got to go to Lawrence, <laughs> and then and then to end it, you get you can't let up because here comes Hugs coming into Norman with West Virginia. It's like this yeah. league never stops. Yeah. So let me get this straight. I got to go to Lubbock and Lawrence that you could actually argue. I, you could actually make yeah. the argument. I know Cameron indoor, some other places you can make the argument. That's two of the top four places in the country to go into win into like, as far as uh, environment, the hardest places to go into and win. And then you come home and you got to face Oh, only a guy who's won. What? How many games <laughs> over? He like just, a, got in the, yeah. got, just got in the hall of fame. It's like, <laughs> thank you. Big 12. Yeah, absolutely. Brutal. Uh, I had that penciled in as the same one. Yes. Early February. You, you do have the, uh, the the uh, the matchups of going to Morgantown, going to Waco, and then you still have the uh, the, the game prior to that, the uh, bedlam on the hardwood uh, with with Oklahoma State. Still, what a fucking schedule! So let let's how about this? Project where they will be in the Big Twelve. Let's try to let's try. I know we just did the Kansas State preview. We had them penciled in as tenth in the Big Twelve and dead last. Where do you have the Sooners? I got Oklahoma six. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I like, I like the, I like this team. I think they take, I mean, they finished seventh last year in year one. I think they take another step this year and they finish six. I like what they brought in, in the portal. And then another year two with the Groves brothers, Jalen Hill. So I think they're going to finish six just ahead of Iowa state. I will put them at seventh and that's me trying to convince myself. (laughs) I, it's not that I don't like the team. I do, but this conference is the best conference in college basketball. If we have K state at 10th, then who do I have at ninth at ninth? I could say Oklahoma state maybe, but I tend to think they're going to be better. I also believe that they are done with their ink, their NCAA violations. So just optimism in general around the program, which is actually key when you in sports, I believe. Um, and then at eight, <sighs> I don't know. I feel like between seventh and eighth, I think Oklahoma will finish. Moser's yeah. a great coach. I think next year might be his big jump year where, you know, they really show up, but obviously we gotta, we gotta see if they're in the sec or big 12. I think they're going to be in the big 12 next year, but I don't know that that's final yet. I can't wait for the season to start. How about this NCAA tournament this year for Porter Moser? Yes. Yes. I think they get in. I think they, uh, Nine, nine or 10 seed. I I like it. I'm going to say play in game. Yeah. Play in game. 
play in game. Oklahoma's in there. Uh, and sometimes you never know those playing teams. A lot of times the team that gets in the play in game can make a deep run. I feel like yeah. uh, Michigan state did it one year, right? Or Syracuse did it one year. Uh, UCLA did it one year to the, all the way to the final four. And, uh, and even at Tennessee, I think with Quanzo Martin had a sweet 16 run. So, Hey, if you get in, that's all that fucking matters. People cannot wait for the season. Do us a favor. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Uh, also subscribe to the college football experience. And remember when the season starts with college basketball, you're going to hear me. We've been doing this for five years, handicapping every game on air. It actually goes further back than five years when you're considering we were doing it on spreadsheets and releasing <laughs> it via social media. But um, yes, subscribe at every night of the season. You will hear me uh, and, and Ryan will be there uh, for a lot of it. Uh just, we're going to be talking to college basketball, our best bets, but also not only just our best bets, we are college basketball junkies. So we're going to be telling you we're super excited about this match. Oh, you got Texas coming into Oklahoma. Oh, you know, Northern Colorado has got a good team and Wyoming thinks they're just going to come in there and beat them. We love college hoops. So subscribe. We're going to break down a each and every game and, and just talk, you know, the, I, what I think is the greatest sport on the planet. So let's go subscribe, tell a friend and uh, make sure you give Ryan a follow on Twitter once again. And, and he's, he also hosts the NFL gambling podcast. Look, I know this is a college basketball show, but don't be a bozo. I know we watch college football. I know we watch NFL. So go check out his NFL gambling podcast. Uh, Ryan, uh, one more time. Can you plug another? I know you're doing another podcast that you do as well with, with a buddy, right? Yeah. Ryan and Russ show. We cover the NFL and college football and soon to be college basketball as well. And then I'll also be in and out on the NBA gambling podcast this year. So there you trying, go. Trying to cover as much as I can cover, cover ground. Let's go. Let's go folks. Get your, you, I'm telling you, but he worked for a hall of fame coach, right? I, I like to think that he was the reason why Bob Huggins got into that hall. All right. If he hadn't have broke <laughs> down that film, edited that film, that perfect way as video coordinator. I don't know that I don't know that Huggy Bear or Frank Martin because I know you worked with Frank Martin. I don't know that they would have had some, some such great postseason success in some of these years. <laughs> so, uh, folks, give him a follow on Twitter at uh, moneyline underscore mac. Um, and look, cannot wait for the season. Uh, remember, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe over there. Check out all of our college football content because we love talking Sooners. Uh, college football and the Big Twelve race. What a compelling conference! All of a sudden, I feel like the Big Twelve. Uh, basketball has transitioned to Big 12 football because every team is good in the Big 12. I feel like uh, it's a very intriguing conference. So check out that. Check out the NFL gambling podcast. Check out the sports gambling podcast. The thing that started it all for all of us. Uh, mm-hmm. So check out the sports gambling podcast. And look, if you are an Oklahoma basketball fan, baseball fan, we, I mean, me and Noah Beanick do the college baseball experience. I know OU has a good team. Uh, check us out on on Discord. Come talk these games, whether it's uh, the red river shootout, whether it's, you know, whatever, just college, whatever your sport is, it could be a monster truck madness going on. I'm sure they, they would have some, some type of channel there for you, but specifically with me, college basketball, college football, I was in the, the MLB discord today uh, as the playoffs were heating up. I was in the, uh, the, the NHL, you know, it doesn't matter where just sitting there chatting it up. Which game should I be betting on? Oh, did you guys see this play or that play? So hop on in and talk some college hoops with us. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. Alrighty, folks, this is the college basketball experience. Oklahoma Sooner style. 
You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here.